October 23rd. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will be in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. We'll see that God's grace strengthens us and enables us to be faithful teachers and soldiers, athletes, farmers, workers, vessels, and servants. The world looks on us as evildoers, but we are God's elect, willing to live and die for Jesus Christ. God's grace enables us to overcome our three great enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil. God's grace enables us to endure hardship. We fight the Lord's battle so that uh, we do not deny the Lord. It helps us do the work to which we're called, a work that we need not be ashamed of and deal with the problem of people of whom we are not afraid. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. October 23rd, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. Timothy, my dear son, be strong with the special favor God gives you in Christ Jesus. You have heard me teach many things, that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Teach these great truths to trustworthy people who are able to pass them on to others. Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. And as Christ's soldier, do not let yourself become tied up in the affairs of this life. For then you cannot satisfy the one who has enlisted you in his army. Follow the Lord's rules for doing his work just as an athlete either follows the rules or is disqualified and wins no prize. Hard-working farmers are the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Think about what I'm saying. The Lord will give you understanding in all these things. Never forget that Jesus Christ was a man born into King David's family and that he was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. And because I preach this good news, I am suffering and have been chained like a criminal, but the word of God cannot be chained. I am willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is a true saying. If we die with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with Him. If we deny Him, He will deny us. If we are unfaithful, He remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Remind every one of these things, and command them in God's name to stop fighting over words. Such arguments are useless, and they can ruin those who hear them. Work hard, so God can approve you. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly explains the word of truth. Avoid godless, foolish discussions that lead to more and more ungodliness. This kind of talk spreads like cancer. Hymenaeus and Philetus are examples of this. They have left the path of truth, preaching the lie that the resurrection of the dead has already occurred, and they have undermined the faith of some. But God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription, The Lord knows those who are His, and Those who claim they belong to the Lord must turn away from all wickedness. In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. 
The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a utensil God can use for His purpose. Your life will be clean, and you'll be ready for the Master to use you for every good work. This week's Bible Meditation, Isaiah 26.3 You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. Chapter 12, verse 1, near the end of the verse. Let us lay aside every encumbrance and sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. There are a couple of things said here as a means to running. It says, lay aside every encumbrance and sin which so easily entangles us. Not just sins. Don't just lay aside sins to run this race. Lay aside every other weight that gets in your way. What this says is, don't just ask What's wrong with it? Don't just ask, is it a sin? That's about the lowest question you can ask in life. So what, well, preacher, what question should I ask if it's not, is it a sin? And the answer is, does it help me run? That's the answer. Does it get in my way when I'm trying to become more patient, more kind, more gentle, more loving, more holy, more pure, more self-controlled. Does it get in my way? Or does it help me run? Look to Jesus and lay aside sins for sure. And lots of other stuff too. And a little voice is going to say, this looks like a lot of loss and not much gain. At that point, open your Bible to Hebrews 12:2 and look at how Jesus in Gethsemane said, tomorrow morning is going to be a lot of loss. This is going to be mega loss at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. In fact, it's going to happen all night long. I will never sleep again before I die. And it's going to hurt like hell, literally. How did he do that? For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So the answer is, yes, it's going to be loss. But I promise you, on the authority of God's word, the Christian life is gain. Say to the flesh and say to Satan, The sufferings of this life are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to me. And so, I will lay aside every weight, and I will lay aside every sin, and I will run with Jesus. Psalm 92 Verse 1 through chapter 93, verse 5. A psalm to be sung on the Lord's Day. A song. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. 
It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening, accompanied by the harp and lute and the harmony of the lyre. You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. O Lord, what great miracles you do, and how deep are your thoughts. Only an ignorant person would not know this. Only a fool would not understand it. Although the wicked flourish like weeds, and evildoers blossom with success, there is only eternal destruction ahead of them. But you are exalted in the heavens. You, O Lord, continue forever. Your enemies, Lord, will surely perish. All evildoers will be scattered. But you have made me as strong as a wild bull. How refreshed I am by your power! With my own eyes I have seen the downfall of my enemies. With my own ears I have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. But the godly will flourish like palm trees, and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted into the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, The Lord is just. He is my rock. There is nothing but goodness in Him. The Lord is King. He is robed in majesty. Indeed, the Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. Your throne, O Lord, has been established from time immemorial. You yourself are from the everlasting past. The mighty oceans have roared, O Lord. The mighty oceans roar like thunder. The mighty oceans roar as they pound the shore. But mightier than the violent raging of the seas, mightier than the breakers on the shore, the Lord above is mightier than these. Your royal decrees cannot be changed. The nature of your reign, O Lord, is holiness forever. Proverbs 26, verses 3 through 5. Guide a horse with a whip, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to his back. When arguing with fools, don't answer their foolish arguments, or you will become as foolish as they are. When arguing with fools, be sure to answer their foolish arguments, or they will become wise in their own estimation.